Hey everybody, this is Jake Walker and you're listening to Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live for and long for the day of Jesus' return. In the book of Exodus chapter 3, God shows up to Moses and one of the things he says is this, So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. I'm excited uh, that verse is going to um, be important for this podcast. I'm so excited for it. I get to talk with one of my mentors, Johnny Christopher, who's an incredible man of God, a big brother to me. And we're talking about hearing God today, hearing God for leaders. I'm so excited. Let's jump in. Well, what's up, everybody? I am so excited to be with one of my big brothers in the faith, one of my mentors, uh, just a dear friend, Johnny Christopher. Johnny, would you say hi to everybody on Living for the Day? Hi, how are you guys doing? Excited to be here today. Yes. Johnny, I just want to honor you, man. Uh, You've walked with me through the past couple of years and your influence in my life, God has absolutely used to just lift me out of um, just some pits, man, and uh, lift me out of, I believe, even a depression. And mm. um, you've been such an encouragement. And some of what we're talking about today has been such an encouragement to my faith. And I just mm. love you so much. And mm. I'm so excited for the listeners of Living for the Day to get to hear a little bit of the Spirit of God through you and just who you are and uh, just what you have to offer. So I'm so excited, man. Well, awesome, Jake. Likewise, it's an honor to be on this show. Excited to, um, yeah, be a part of it, heard it, and now get to be uh, a little bit a part of it. So it's exciting. Come on. Johnny, the first question I always ask people on living for the day is what are you excited about for when you see Jesus face to face? Like when he returns, um, you know, whether, whether, you know, he returns and, uh, we see him face to face in that way, or, you know, you pass away and you see him face to face in that way. What are you excited for, for that first time you really see Jesus face to face? I'm just excited for, um, a couple things, you know, I mean, it's interesting. I, I think about this, I think about Paul, you know, he says, uh, you know, he would like to be there, but he has, still has stuff left to do here. And I, and I feel that. Um, and, and when I, when I, when I sense Jesus presence, like today in these moments, and I think about how encouraged I am, I think I'm just excited to be eternally encouraged, <laughs> honestly, because I feel like his presence is so encouraging and li- this life is, has lots of discouragements and challenges and I often think about, you know, he'll wipe every tear from our eye. There'll be no more crying, no more pain. Um, and I just, I feel excited about that because um, every week has some kind of pain or crying or tear. And I just think I'm going to get to be with him. And in that place, it's just going to be, you know, all that stuff's going to be gone. So I think that's kind of the first thing. Um, I think the second thing is just, 
just that sense of like him being tangible and being real um, beyond the way wow. that I can experience him here. Um, I, you know, so much of, you know, maybe what we talk about on this show is just about what does it look like to have that tangible, real experience of his presence? Cause that's so life changing. And I think, I think it's going to be like a million times what we get to experience here. And I just think, wow, that's going to be, that's going to be amazing. I love that. That's so good. Johnny, we are talking today about hearing God for leaders. And I would love to just ask you, Johnny, why are you passionate about this? How has that come to be? Um, why is, you know, when I was talking to you, I knew I wanted to have you on Living for the Day, and you were like, you know, I'd love to talk about hearing God for leaders. Why are you so passionate about this, Johnny? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so, you know, I started um, two journeys, uh, you know, probably about, well, 20 plus years ago. And the first journey was this journey of hearing God's voice. And so, you know, I was 20 and uh, God started to speak to me in supernatural ways. Um, I started to see pictures. I started to, you know, kind of hear words from him or I was having dreams. And it was just a landmark season in my life where God started to move really supernaturally through his voice. And so I really began to be hungry for learning about his voice. So I remember my dad gave me a book called The Voice of God. And I just like tore through that book. And I started to go to conferences, started to learn from other people who really knew how to hear God's voice. And so I've continued that journey um, for the past, you know, 20 plus years. And at the same time, God has always put me in leadership roles and in leadership roles that always fell outside of my expertise or ability or, you know, like calling me into things where I was like, what am I doing? Um, how did I become a leader of this organization or this group or this kind of thing? And so I was always really hungry to learn um, just, God, I need to, I don't, how do I lead in a way that's going to really empower people? Um, that's going to be effective. It's going to be a good use of time. And so just have been on a learning journey of learning about leadership. And it was a few years ago when I'm reading through Exodus and I see the way that God speaks to Moses. And I realized that there's a specific way that God speaks to leaders. And there was, and I just like dove into Exodus three and Exodus four, where Moses is called into leadership. And I realized (laughs) there's so much here. There's so much revelation. There's so many little hidden insights that can be helpful for leaders as they process how to lead um, and how to hear God's voice as a leader. And I just, as I studied, I just thought, oh my gosh, there's so much here. And I had been and heard, you know, I'd been to conferences or read books about hearing God's voice. And I'd read a ton of books about leadership, but I realized there was no like book or conference about specifically hearing God for leaders, like the blending of these two um, disciplines. Wow. And I just felt this sense of a calling to begin a conversation, to um, begin to write about, to begin to speak about, and to teach about this intersection of hearing God and leadership. Oh my gosh. You're pumping me up. Uh, <laughs> it's so, so exciting what you're, what you're doing, Johnny. And just, it's so cool that, you know, you're talking about hearing for God. This is a passion of yours. And, and you, you practiced it, you know, you were listening to the Lord and then you were, you know, in his word and then hmm. he spoke to you. 
about this this maybe we could call it like a hole in you know mm-hmm. this you know for this kind of content you know mm-hmm. to not just hearing god but hearing god for leaders and i'm so excited for you to share with everybody johnny what would you say to somebody listening to this podcast right now and is like i don't know if i'm a leader you know so is this for me um what would you say in terms of you know this conversation and what you have to offer still mattering for them well, you know, what's so funny is I was just on a call with some people that I'm going through this content with. And I said this very thing before we actually got into it. I said, some of you guys might be on this call. You might be thinking, I don't know if I'm a leader. And so, um, you know, I always go back to Genesis 1 in this initial, like, what's the first thing God tells people to do? He, The first thing he tells people to do is to lead. He uses these words like he blessed them and uh, he encouraged them to multiply. He encouraged them to rule over, uh, you know, creation. And so the, you know, ruling um, authority, these are words that have to do with leadership. And what struck me was this wasn't like to the specific people who have the gift of leadership. I'm saying this, this was a creation command. And so when I think of, commands that are given to Adam and Eve, I think that's got to be for everybody. And so the commission to lead wasn't just a special thing for some special people, but it's a part of our identity as humans. And so we're all leading in some way. And so it can be, I mean, it can be self-leadership, like you're leading yourself, you're leading um, your own life and the different things that God's calling you to do. It's absolutely in your family. And it's not always because you're the head of the family or the, you know, the parent in the family. It could be, uh, you know, you could have a, a degree of authority even as a kid in a family. Like you have responsibilities that you've been given. And then wow. certainly in, you know, small groups, in church ministry, in, in business, um, in different, uh, you know, social spheres, like everyone is in some way doing something with leadership. And so I, it was funny, I, on this call that I did earlier this week, um, the guy, I, I said this, you know, talking about, you know, you can apply this in different ways. And the guy said, oh, I guess I can because, yeah, I'm about to be um, a lay pastor at my church. I also run a business and I have three kids. And I was like, here's a guy who had listened and thought, I don't know if I'm a leader. And yet he, there's some very specific wow. areas that he's leading in. So this isn't just for CEOs, for heads of organizations, I think there's things that can be, you know, specifically applied in those places, but it's for people leading in any context. Dude, I, yes, come on. I, I, I love that so much. Thank you. Um, Johnny, let's just, let's just jump into this. Can you tell us some of what you're excited to share with people? Um, some of the principles of hearing God for leaders. Um, where do you want to start and what what would you want to share with our audience in terms of kind of Johnny what do you, what are you saying what do you see in scripture in terms of hearing God for leaders well you know one of the the first principles i like to talk about in terms of leadership is getting a picture of the future um and wow. so you know if you look in exodus 3 god comes to moses and he's speaking to him and Obviously, we know that he's going to say to Moses, go and speak to Pharaoh. That's going to be like one of the main things he tells him to do. But before he does that, he says, I'm taking you to a land um, flowing with milk and honey. 
And so what he does for wow. him is he gives him this, he implants this picture inside of his head of the end. Um, you know, it's like uh, seven ha- habits of highly effective people. Start with the end in mind. Like, here's God. He's coming to Moses. And for before he says go, he looks at him and says, this is where you're going. And so um, wow. I think, you know, we call it vision and leadership. But really, it's, it's this idea that there's two types of questions you can be asking God. One is, what should I do? And the other is, where am I going? And so one of the things I encourage people to ask is, God, where am I headed? So like with my staff every year, when we're going to make annual goals or we're going to talk about plans, I don't want them to just like engage God and say, God, what should I do this year? I, I encourage them to ask this question. What does this year look like at the, in the end? Like in, in a year, where wow. does my, you know, this area of what I'm doing, um, what does it look like? And, and so powerful to see the images that people come back with because some of, you know, life is experimentation and creativity. And so like thinking about how to get there, there's, there's an, there's a, there's an aspect of where God's going to show us what to do, but there's also some creativity, but the bottom line is knowing where am I actually headed? And so, you know, that's one of the principles in hearing God for leaders is we start with this question, God, um, what, where am I going? Tell me what, you know. If you're making a long-term plan, you know, Lord, show me what this looks like in five years. Show me what this looks like in a year. Show me, I mean, you could do it on a smaller timeline, but it's asking God, where am I going? And sitting and listening to him um, and then asking him what to do. So yeah, that's one thing that I found to be uh, really powerful. Can I just say something really quick? I just, I love Johnny. I feel like you've you're so you're such a master at asking great questions and i feel like the lord's taught you questions to ask hmm. and um johnny uh um does some coaching and he actually uh you know we have a a coaching relationship in addition to just our brother in christ relationship and i've just gained and received so much from from johnny in that and part of that i've learned from you johnny is part of what coaching is, is asking powerful questions yeah. and how cool that, um, you know, you're the Lord's teaching you and you're going to, the Lord's going to teach a lot of people through you, Johnny, and through this content to ask powerful questions mm. to the Lord. Yeah. Um, and one of the, one of those is like, Lord, where, where am I going? Not just what do I want to do, but mm. Lord, where are you taking me? In fact, yeah. Johnny, I've just been thinking about me and Noel. were just talking about our dreams mm. the other day. And it was just such a powerful question just to ask someone and ask my wife, hey, Noah, what are your dreams? Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I want to champion your dreams, you yeah. know, in the Lord and as your husband. And how powerful, um, you know, to ask that question to people. What are your dreams? Yeah. You know, how can I champion you? And I love that um, we can ask powerful questions to the Lord. I love that you're teaching us to do that, Johnny. Well, it's interesting, you know, I when I when I talk about what this, you know, where does this intersect with your life? I'm um, obviously going to be like, what I can help you understand what, um, what to do. But, but what I like to help people understand, even as I'm talking about hearing God for leaders is like, what is this going to unlock for you? And I, I yeah. always talk about three things. It's like, it's, it's greater sense of purpose. It's realizing your potential and it's accessing a deeper peace in your life. And so when we begin to ask God these questions, you know, that's, I just gave you an example of one of them. There's other questions that I talk about in the course, you know, questions you should be asking God. 
But I, I just believe that, you know, our purpose is unlocked as we begin to ask and engage the Lord in these questions. Uh, meaning we have a greater sense of what is it is that he's calling us to do? Like, what is the thing that, um, that we were created for? Uh, and then the second is just our potential. Like we all have potential. God has a tremendous potential inside of us. And like you think about Moses, yeah. he, he was not living out of his potential. He's living, I mean, he's a tremendous leader. His ability to lead over a million people. That's a pretty high leadership gifting. Wow. But what is he doing? He's in the desert shepherding sheep. And, and what is it? What is it that shifts for him? Why, when does everything change? It's when he meets with a burning bush. It's when he gets connected with God's voice. And so there's an unlocking of potential. And then there's a peace, you know, Moses said, if you, you hear the way he talks in that chapter three, chapter four, he was not a man of peace. But you think about the amazing right. peace filled moments he has in the presence of God and God's glory later. And so just as people ask those questions, as they ask those powerful questions, like there is a, there's a greater sense of purpose. There's a greater poten- like realizing of your potential. And then there is a new piece that gets unlocked inside of you. And that's the thing I'm most excited about for people when I think about them, you know, learning these concepts. Man. Whew. I'm so excited. Johnny, uh, I want to hear more principles of, of hearing God for leaders. But I just, I know, you know, maybe this is, well, I just want to ask you, like, for someone who's, like, a little bit newer to this idea of really just interacting God on a personal level, um, kind of has more, you know, maybe it's totally new to Christian faith or maybe is um, kind of been brought up in a, you know, in a form of Christianity where it's like, well, we only hear God through the Bible. Yeah. Um, what are some basics in terms of how we just hear from God? Like, does he speak to us? Like, how do I, in thoughts in pictures, you know, yeah. like what, what does it mean to like hear God? Just some basics. Would you mind just really quick? Yeah. Speaking to that kind of person. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the thing that, um, I like to talk about is the fact that it starts with questions. And so wow. it, you're the one who, you know, you, you brought that up, but that that's, that's just a principle for me that it starts with asking God questions. And, um, you hmm. see people in the scripture, ask God questions. You see Daniel, you know, when he sees something, he's like, what is that all about? He goes, um, wow. and he, and he asks, um, and specifically there's like an angel in his vision, but he's like, well, what is that? You know, what are those symbols mean? And so there's something about asking God questions. You know, the disciples went over to Jesus and they said, Hey, what did that parable mean? And he's like, Oh, the kingdoms revealed to such as these. Basically it's those people who ask questions. And so that would be the first thing I would say is that it all starts with asking questions. And this is what I say to somebody who's like more from a, you know, studying the word, um, background, which is my background that I kind of grew up in, is that all Bible study methods are based on asking questions of the word. Um, so, you know, what does it mean? Um, like, what does it say? What does it mean? What does it mean to me? Basically, like inductive Bible study. You're coming to the word and you're asking questions. And so in that in those moments, you're already kind of going beyond the text, meaning you're not just like confining yourself to the text. You're always like, trying to interpret or understand the text and then go into what does it mean to me? And in any of those moments, um, uh, especially in the, what does it mean to me, uh, moment, you're, you're really inviting the Holy spirit to speak to you because you don't just want to like mechanically 
come up with something like, well, this means this, you know, God has something to say to you. And so you're asking these questions when you're around the word. And so anybody who's asking questions already kind of understands that. I think that the, um, and, and then, and then everybody who's done that around the word has that experience of having a thought that comes in your mind. Like, Oh, I really, you know, you're reading the past bunch of forgiveness and you're like, well, what does this mean to me? What should I do? I really need to forgive that person at my work. That that's a very normal, you know, experience of having God come and speak to you through a thought. And so it really goes to this idea, um, where, um, you know, it says in first Corinthians that we have the mind of Christ. And so that, and what that means is that God can actually speak through our thoughts. Um, and, and I think it'd be scary to people cause it's like, well, I have some crazy thoughts. I've got some thoughts that I know are not from him. And so there's obviously a filtering process. Like we need to be able to filter. And so in the course, I talk about like four ways that we can filter. And the, and the first one is, God's word, you know, if it doesn't line up with God's word, then we can know that that wasn't the Lord. Um, that being said, there are moments where you hear something and it's like, it could be a new way of seeing God's word. Um, you know, the, the Pharisees were reading God's word, but completely misinterpreted it. So sometimes there's, you know, moments where God will give us a new understanding of his word, but it's never just going to directly contradict his word. Um, and, and so that can be a safeguard for us. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're asking questions. We're allowing him to speak into our mind. And those are going to be thoughts. Those are going to be pictures. Those are going to be impressions. And then, um, and then, you know, it's, I talk about this thing called two way journaling where, where you just write down what the Lord is speaking to you. And in the moment you're not trying to kind of judge it or, or really interact. You're just trying to write it and let it come. Like, what are those thoughts? Um, and then, and then you're going to just go back and say, what was the Lord speaking to me? And this is one thing I would say, I think everybody has an experience of getting a word from the Lord, like, you know, forgive your friend. Right. But what's interesting, you know, word and a sentence and a paragraph and a page. It's just like developing the same skill that like, if you know how to get a word from the Lord, like one word, you can turn that into a sentence. You can turn that into a paragraph. You can turn that into a page. And so it's the That's same, good, it's the That's same good. skill. It's the same, uh, input from the Lord and it's just fleshing it out. So it kind of goes on for longer. Dang. And I just want to say like something that really helps me very practically is for me, Johnny, like I've been practicing, we'll get to it. Uh, I want you to talk about the 10 minute tune in that you've developed, but I've been practicing the 10 minute tune in, which is a, uh, you know, an exercise to tune in to the Lord's voice. And it helps me so much to journal it, to write it out. It just helps my mind focus and it get for some reason it gives me more faith to like believe that this is where the Lord and you're right about that like I love that if you can get a word you can get a sentence mm. you know mm. um, I just want to say like you know for everybody listening I love that Johnny's you know first and foremost filter is God's word mm. and I think we've been taught like this interesting I think it's a good intention the idea of like what does it mean to me mm. I think the heart of that is like how do I apply this text. Mm to my life Mm. because we, we don't want to, you know, as we're studying the Bible, we want to find out, you know, I think the proper hermeneutics or interpretation is what did this originally mean to the original audience? No, absolutely. You know, that's the, that's the, that's the real meaning, but the Lord can speak to us on how to apply that to our life. Um, 
you know, in, in so many different ways. And I, th- yeah. and so, yeah. Did yeah, you have something you want to add to that, Johnny? Yeah, no, that, thank you for that clarification. Yeah. That when I say, what does it mean to me? I am, yeah, I'm talking about the application, um, where again, right. the Bible doesn't tell you when you're, you know, about how you, how much time you should spend on the internet, but the Lord might give you a very specific sense of what to do after reading a passage about your time on Instagram, you know? So (laughs) it's those application moments where we need the Holy spirit to really make things clear to us. That's so good. Yeah. Johnny, um, this is just so good. I think this is, you, you just drop dropping tons of gold, gold, um, (laughs) for everybody. I just want to, do you want to share any other principles of hearing God for leaders? Uh, do you want to go right to the 10 minute tune in? Just what, what, what would you kind of want to, where do you want to keep going with this? Well, I realize one thing, you know, when I talk about kind of the three steps for hearing God's voice, it's, you know, it's connection question, um, and then engaging him in your, you know, your thoughts and impressions and things like that. But that first mm-hmm. one is connection, meaning that, um, it's all based in this close walk with Jesus and that the purpose of all of our interactions is to have deeper knowledge of him. You know, Paul says, I pray that you have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. So any kind of wisdom we get from hearing God's voice, any kind of revelation, we're like, oh my gosh, wow, this is a totally new way of seeing things. That's so helpful as I, I didn't know what to do in this problem, you know, if wisdom it's in, you know, to the knowledge of Jesus. That is our primary motivation, our primary goal. And so you'll see in the 10 minute tune in, like the first thing we're doing is connecting with the Lord. And because honestly, the reality is we all have a lot of questions that we're coming to God with. And we're like, okay, I need to get an answer to this question. And, and the reality is there is a connection that births the answer to the question. And so we have to believe that like we have to position ourselves when we come into our time with the Lord, like I, Lord, I want to connect with you more than I want you to give me an answer. Um, cause we're driven for the answer, but we need to awaken the drive inside of us to connect. And sometimes that doesn't come as easy as just the help me solve my problems drive, which we all wow. is, you know, we're always like very driven by, And so, you know, part of it is just slowing down and saying, before I get the answer to my question, Lord, I just want to spend some time with you. That is so, so good. Thank you for that. Um, Johnny, uh, yeah. Would you tell us a little bit about um, this course that you're developing and about the 10 minute tune in? Yeah. So the course um, is, you know, 10 lessons and the first half um, talks just about uh, more in general about how to hear God's voice, um, but kind of with every time with an application for how to do that as a leader. And then the second half is talking about questions that leaders should be using to engage with God. And so honestly, the mm. first part of the course, when I talk about you know hearing God, one of the things um, that I realized was I'd been to a lot of hearing um, God, you know, trainings on hearing God's voice. And lots of trains in my life on a lot of things. And I realized that unless I had a habit to use in my life from the training, then wow. it, it was a, I could even make a really good one-time, maybe two-time action step from a training. But habits are what really change people's lives. I mean, I'm imagining a lot of people listening have read Atomic Habits, or if you haven't, 
you know, it's such an amazing book. You know, just thinking about habits is there's a lot of conversation about habits in our culture right now. And, you know, that was such a revelation for me, man, my, I'm, my habits are really the things that are going to define and determine, um, you know, what, what the results are going to be in my life. So especially with hearing God's voice, I might wow. know a ton about hearing God, but I went to that training three years ago and I, and I use it occasionally. That's not actually going to produce the fruit in my life that I'm looking for. And so what I, what I did was I wow. just developed this little tool. It's a 10 minute tool that people can use every day. It's really simple for engaging with the Lord just believing that if, and feeling like, man, if I could be a part of seeing people have a new habit, <laughs> that I felt like that was going to be better than 50 hours of content with amazing, like, oh, wow, I never thought about that before. Because as soon as, as soon as you have that, I never thought about that for, you're going to find actually another teaching with another, I never thought about that for before moment. And we can go from those moments to moments and never actually create new habits. So I felt most passionate. There are, I feel like I hope, I hope there's some moments in the course where you are going to think that I never thought about that before, but I actually feel much more excited about you in your life developing a habit. And so this is what I would say. One thing I realized is like, so when we break up typical quiet times, like people spend time in the word, they spend time in worship, they spend time journaling, they spend time praying for other people. But I thought how many people have those like, you know, pillars but they don't have just a, a small like moment where they're just saying, I'm just listening to your voice right now. I'm not processing. I'm not mm. like planning. I'm just listening. And I found as somebody even who like loves listening to God's voice, unless I put that in there, I'll do all those other things and not really stop just to listen. And so it's just this idea of like taking 10 minutes out of your quiet time saying this 10 minutes is dedicated just to hearing. And then there's four parts of it, you know, and I, I want to have time to go into the, the, the four parts they are in the course, but it's this idea that there's this 10 minutes that you're taking every day in order to engage with the Lord. And yeah, so I, I think it can be life-changing for people. Woo. Ah, well, I can say that it's been so powerful to me and I can just attest to just this idea of making it a habit. And I've really started to do that since our last coaching time, Johnny. Um, you know, you kind of challenged me and I kind of set a goal to, you know, really make this a habit. And I really have been. And I just can't, I just want the, you know, people listening to hear this. Like, mm. if you make it a habit mm. to hear God's voice, there's no way it can't change your life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and I think that's, that's why Johnny's so passionate about this. I feel so passionate about it too. God's voice changes things. I said this in when I did that interview with Jason, my cousin Jason on hearing God's voice. Um, Pastor Tom Hughes, he was reading through the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, and he noticed whenever God speaks, the plot moves forward. Wow. Um, and I just feel like that's so true. Mm. Uh, like, and that's true for our lives. When we, when God yeah. speaks and we hear His voice and we obey His voice, the plot moves forward in our lives. Wow! And uh, I just feel like that's been true. And uh, Johnny, I just, I just, man, I just feel like what you have to offer is so incredibly valuable, man. Mm. And I'm so excited for this course. I'm so, I'm just so grateful that God put you in my life as a big brother and as a resource and you just man 
God does speak to you, Johnny, mm-hmm. and and He's teaching people to hear God, and and just eternity is going to be so different mm-hmm. because of your life. And so mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for you, man, Johnny. I I want to ask a question tying directly to this theme of living for the day. Is there anything else? I think two questions before we get ready to wrap up. Hmm. I, is there a time you, you could share of a moment where you heard the Lord's voice, kind of just a practical like story or experience of like, man, you heard the Lord and man, that was a, that was kind of a life changing moment or that, you know, shifted things for you, Hmm. whether as a leader or just as a person in your life that you'd be able to share. And then two, I know it's, I, I think it's kind of, we can all put the dots together, but how would you just really kind of practically connect this to living for the day when we see Jesus face to face, hearing God's voice for leaders, um, for living for the day, those two questions. Yeah. Um, I can just share a, a recent 10 minute tune in I was doing, you know, I was asking the Lord a question and I just said, God, how do you see me as a leader in six months? You know, like, where am I headed as a leader? And I felt like the Lord said to me, Johnny, I see you like a Barnabas, the son of encouragement. And and it was such an interesting, and I felt like he's like, you're a really encouraging person. And it was a very interesting word because I don't feel like I'm a very, I, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't have ever thought like, oh yeah, encouragement's my like number one gift or anything like that. Because I'm, I can be a driving person. So I'm like, come on, come on, you know, (laughs) like, um, but actually what I realized was that, you know, I was thinking of some different relationships where I was like, I just feel like I can kind of flow in Like I can just come up with stuff that's like super encouraging and just, and it'll just like come out of me really easily. And I felt like the Lord was like, Johnny, this is a legacy from your mom. Cause my mom has always been a very, very encouraging person to me. And I felt like I all of a sudden was like, yeah, she just like, oh, Johnny, you're so talented. Johnny, God, you know, you're doing such awesome things. Just has so many encouraging words to say to me. And all of a sudden, this is what happened for me. Um, I felt like the Lord was like, I want you to be more encouraging to the people around you on your team. Um, Because there's like, you know, 23 people on our team that the Lord has given me the privilege to be part of leading. Like as our staff. And then there's like volunteer people. Um even more than that. And I just felt like the Lord being like, I want you to be an encouragement to them. But this is what was so powerful. I didn't feel like it was just a command, like go do this. I felt like the Lord's like, this is who you are. And whenever God speaks into our identity, it's like, you just are like, well, this is who I am. I'm just going to walk into this. And so this week, you know, last week is since I've had that, I've just been like writing these texts to our staff and just like saying, just like looking for creative ways to be really encouraging. And I felt like it's really flowed. I felt like it wasn't just like, Oh, I've got to do this because it's good to give recognition to people. I just felt like it's like, this is who you are. And so that's often what happens when we hear God's voice is he says, this is who you are now go do that. And it's just always such a powerful way. You're, you're very, you're so more, much more empowered when that's when you're interacting with God in that way. So that's one story. Um, and I'm sorry, what was the second question? Dude, I just want to say you are you are so encouraging. And <laughs> I've so experienced so much encouragement in my life. So mm. I just affirm mm. what the Lord spoke to you, man. And Thank it's kind of cool. I just found out um, I'm going to be preaching on Barnabas for all of CA. Um, 
in May. So no way. we, we got to talk we got to talk about that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Tom, <laughs> let me know. I'll be I'll be doing a, a teaching on encouragement and on Barnabas. Wow. Um for for all the CA in May. So I can't wait to connect with you about that. But oh, wow. the second question is um yeah, just really kind of connecting dots. Johnny, why do you think hearing God for leaders matters for living for the day right. of Jesus's return? Yeah. Well, a couple things I would say is you know, we are preparing for a relationship with him for the long term. And so interacting with him in this conversational way where I'm just hearing him speak to me, you know, he's speaking over his word. Um, but then, you know, I'm also hearing him by his spirit in these very personal, tangible ways. Um, I'm just building the foundation for um, the day when, you know, the two become one. Um you know, you think about the engagement period, like I, when you're engaged, you don't want to just like all of a sudden get married. And as we, you know, experience being the bride of Christ and so much of living for the, so much to me, living for the day is like the expectation of the the return of the, the bridegroom. And so we're, we're preparing for the, the feast of the lamb, you know, the marriage feast. And so I think there's an intimacy that I want to develop during this engagement season so that I am ready for like the full intimacy that's going to come um, in heaven. Um, and so that would be for me the number one reason. I'm developing an intimacy with the bridegroom. And we are the bride of Christ, you know, entering into that deep intimacy. Um, the other thing I would say is, you know, these are the, these are, you know, people say these are like the, the, the end times, the final days. I, we, we just need God's insight. We need God's wisdom and so we need to be yes. really hearing him and knowing um, what it is that he's doing in in moment by moment so that we can position be positioned to, you know, really uh, to be his hands and feet here in the world until we see him face to face. That is so good. I'm not, I know I'm saying that every time you talk, but wow, <laughs> that is so good. I love that heart of just pursuing intimacy with um, the bridegroom in this time when we're anticipating kind of the, when we no longer see him part, but we see him face to face. Yeah. Um, wow. That's so good. And yeah, Johnny, just so thankful for you, man. Um, before, you know, I, I love on these episodes for, um, the guest on the show to just pray a blessing, yeah. you know, prophetic prayer over yeah. the audience for whatever time. But before we yeah. get to that, Johnny, is there anything else you'd want to say while you're on living for the day, while you're um, talking about, mm. um, you know, hearing God for leaders? Yeah. Uh, in addition, I'd love for you to share where people can find some of your content and yeah. find this course that you're talking about. Um, yeah. But yeah, is there anything else that you'd like to just share while while you're on the podcast? I would say I'd just love to encourage anybody who's listening um, just to to know that God does want to speak to you. Um, wow. He, he is, it loves speaking to people and he's not just have it. He doesn't have it just reserved for a few people with some spectacular gifts or some like great supernatural stories. Like I'm just always amazed that I hear, as I hear people be activated in these things, like he, he loves talking to everybody. And so I just want you to be encouraged that no matter how easy or challenging this seems, I was talking to somebody this last week and he's like, man, this is hard. Sometimes I just sit there and I'm like, I'm not hearing anything. 
And one thing I was telling him was like, you know, there's a waiting, like God loves to be waited for. So sometimes we wait on his voice. We wait on his presence and he comes as we wait, like faith is waiting. And so if you're feeling like, man, this is frustrating Mm -hmm. or challenging, um, one, I would say, you know, like encourage you to be willing to wait, um, for him to speak to you. Wow. The second thing I would say is, you know, I'd love for you to take this course because I made it to help to be really practical. I really love practical um, teaching and I love very specific, um, helpful guidelines that just make things really easy. And so I, I created that kind of content, I believe. And so I'd love for you to take this course. Um, you can go over to kingdomtivity.com. Kingdomtivity is, uh, you know, the name of kind of the movement we're trying to start and hearing God for leaders is the, is the name of the course. And so on kingdomtivity.com, you can uh, go and find the link for the course for hearing God for leaders and sign up and, and learn. And, you know, I really believe that this course has the power to be life changing, to help, you know, unlock your potential, to help you discover your purpose and to help you really dial into God's peace. And so, yeah, I would say, uh, I would love for you to come and participate and, and, and as you're listening and watching it, um, to reach out and love to connect with you more. Wow. Thank you, Johnny. Thanks for that encouragement that God wants to speak to us. And we just see that, you know, I just want to add, like we see his pursuit of us ultimately through the cross, you know, I mean, his creation of us, his desire to redeem us, the cross, the resurrection. He, I love when Jesus says about his disciples, like, oh, that they would, you know, he says, you know, something about father glorify me, but I will come back and I'll bring you to be with me where I am. God, God wants you to be with him where he is. And, um, so I just think part of that, such a huge part of that is hearing his voice. So thanks for that, Johnny. Yeah. I I just want to add Johnny as I've, you know, said before has been such an incredible big brother to me, an incredible resource. So I can't recommend, uh, this hearing God for leaders course enough. I can't recommend kingdom tivity, kingdom and all the resources Johnny has enough. I just, please check it out. Please connect with Johnny, uh, and be encouraged with that. Johnny, thank you so much for being on living for the day. Would you just pray yeah. a prayer? Yeah over the listener. I don't know when they'll listen to this, but I just believe that God has the power to speak even in that prayer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Lord, I just pray for each person listening to this. Um, I pray first for a deeper hunger for you, Lord. I thank you, God, that hunger for you is a gift, Lord, that you put hunger inside of us. And so I just pray you would increase hunger, increase a desire to hear your voice, Lord. Increase that ability to eagerly pursue um, hearing you speak, Lord. I pray, God, that you would also just um, take away every roadblock, Lord. Take away every roadblock from hearing your voice, Father. And I pray that just as it's easy to go and um, talk to another person and say, how are you doing? What's up? And, you know, have this conversation. We don't think, man, I don't know if they're going to actually talk to me. Like, I, I feel like, I just pray that people would have that kind of experience where they can come into your presence, God, and just experience deep intimacy, fellowship, and relationship with you, Lord. That it would, yes, there wouldn't Lord. be any fear around it, that it would just be 
um, knowing that through Jesus, we have been made right with the Father, that we have been given the ability to come face to face with you, Lord. And so I just pray any shame, any guilt that would keep people from your presence, Lord, would just be washed away and that they would just be able to come in and hear your voice, Lord. So we just pray your blessing to pray for open ears, uh, pray for just that spirit of encouragement to be on people, that they'd be really tuning in to the encouraging words that you want to speak to them. So let's pray your blessing on G- in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Johnny, thanks so much for living for the day. We got to do this again. And uh, just a reminder, it's kingdom tivity. Uh, uh, Kind of like kingdom and productivity, right, Johnny? But kingdomtivity. Kingdom activity, productivity, yeah. Yeah, kingdom. Exactly. Kingdomtivity. Yeah. Let's go. Awesome. Thank you so much, Johnny. Love you so much. Yeah, man. Thanks, Jake. Love you, brother. Wow, 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 wow. So thankful for Johnny Christopher. And, you know, I'm just leaving. Oh, there's my son, William, grunting. <laughs> uh, I'm just so thankful. Uh, for his passion, his perseverance, his commitment, his just um, just what emanates from him that we can hear God's voice and we need to hear God's voice. Um, and I feel pumped up to and full of faith to hear God's voice. I hope that you do too. And so we're coming to the end of this episode. The nugget for today is I believe when we experience God face to face and we hear God, you know, so clearly, uh, not in part, but fully and clearly, and we we experience His voice, you know, um, face to face. We're going to see the beauty of His voice, the the without any hindrance, without any fog, and we're just going to experience the joy of it, the beauty of it, the comfort, the healing, the majesty of it. And we're going to say, "Wait, I had access to that on Earth." Of course, in a, a bit of a different way, but. We're going to be like, ah, oh, I just wish I would have tuned in to God more and more and more. And so I just want to encourage you, hey, let's tune in to the Lord. Let's listen to his voice. Let's listen to the word of God. And uh, and let's have less of that constructive, beautiful regret of, man, I wish I would have listened to him even more. I'm so thankful for you. I hope that you feel encouraged and equipped. I started a Substack um, where you can follow some of uh, this content. You can get on a newsletter. Um, you can even, uh, if you'd want to, to support Living for the Day. Um, so uh, go check out my Substack. It's just Living for the Day with Jake Walker. And would love for you to leave a review as well on Apple Podcasts. That'd be so helpful. And uh, just so thankful for you. We'll see you next time. Hey, William. <laughs>